Welcome to the Planet Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Gerald Trinidad and Vienna Ortiz. This podcast is your favorite place to talk all things planners and planner-related conversation. By listening to Planner Talk, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for planning while paired with conversations about hot topics in the planner community, interviews with shop owners and influencers, and tips on business and following your passion. This podcast will always give you the dose of good conversation, practicality, realness, and motivation you need to be your best self. Welcome to Planner Talk Podcast. We have an exciting guest today. Um, today, we're going to be talking to Emma from Paper Panda, and we are super excited for her to be our first guest. Um, she is amazing. We're going to be talking about finding your aesthetic and chasing big dreams. So before we get into the questions, I have to talk about how amazing Emma is because she is amazing. Like she is a girl boss that like you have to listen to all this. So she has 46.2K followers on Instagram. Um, she is from Orange County. She's a curator of Panda Box, a subscription box. She's a curator of Panda Planner, which is amazing. Um, she's the co-founder of Plan to Inspire SoCal, and she has two shops in Irvine and Santa Ana, right? Santa Ana? Uh, Laguna Hills and Santa Ana. There you go. So you guys, she is like, she has so much knowledge and things to share here I am like in awe of everything that she has done um so I cannot wait to pick your brain like I am going to be so inspired by you right now (laughs) I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys thank you for inviting me of course okay so before we get started we wanted to do a little bit of like an icebreaker so like a have you ever planner edition? Um, so first question, have you ever bought a planner and returned it right away? No. I've never? never? No. Really? Like you haven't gone to like Target and be like, mm, no, pass. No, actually, no, no. No, I've never no. done that. Yeah, I've always, I've always been too excited and I use it right away as soon as I buy a planner. And then, wow, you're good. Yeah, I mean, of course, I've like gotten rid of planners, but not returned them. Have you ever returned a planner? No. Ever, ever, ever. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Now, have you ever filled out a planner spread just to take a picture for the gram? Of course. <laughs> All the time, right? I know. <laughs> So do you have a planner just for like your Instagram and then you have your like planner planner where you actually plan things? Is that how you usually do it? No, every single post has been my real plans and planner that I would be using at the time. Very cool. Have you ever not planned anything in your planner for an entire week or more and survived? I don't know about surviving, but I'm going to be honest. And I totally gave up on like the last two months of 2020. Same. Totally understandable. (laughs) I mean, I still planned, but it was just like squibbly, like jot it down type thing. I didn't like like, sticker plan. Well, like 2020 was rough to plan anything because every time you plan something, it would just wouldn't happen. Like if you... For example, like if you expected a shipment, 
Yeah, it just didn't come on that day. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, that's canceled. Totally. So the first question I have is, um, how did you get started in the planner community? And how and why did you decide to start your shop and subscription box? Oh, so we're going way back to the planner OGs. And I know you two know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's go all the way back to 2013 Planner World <laughs> is when I got my first Erin Condren Planner. And I found out about the Erin Condren Planner from my old coworker from 24 Hour Fitness way back in the day. I used to work there. And she was like, oh, you got to check out my new planner. It's customizable. And I just thought it was so cool to have my name on my planner. So I bought one and I got home, went on Instagram and got sucked into the hashtag world of hashtag washi tape, hashtag planner addict. And you guys know down the rabbit hole I went. Um, and then after that, well, shortly after that, I had actually gotten diagnosed with a autoimmune disease called lupus. Um, it's basically when your own body attacks itself. Um, and it was so bad to the point where I was bedridden for, hmm, I'd say like a month. Oh, so I pretty so much sorry. had, what was that? I said, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's under control now. <laughs> but um, so that had happened. And um, I mean, I was bedridden at home, so I really had nothing to do. So I had started this crafting Instagram and I started Paper Panda, same Instagram back 2013. And um, within the first, I would say 10 months, I had gained uh, 10,000 followers, like organically. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Uh, this is so weird like oh my god I'm like in this planner cult and everyone's following me <laughs> what's going on so uh, yeah that happened and I would post my planner spreads and you guys know the deal everyone would just ooh and all over it and follow me so eventually people would ask me like hey um, where do I get those stickers where do I get those washi tapes and so I was like you know what instead of just telling people where I got it why don't I, you know, uh, make my own shop? And sorry, I totally missed this. Um, I totally skipped over a part. I got so sick that I had to quit 24 hour fitness. So that's why I was at home all the time doing on Instagram um, and doing all this. So anyways, everyone started asking me, you know, where to get this stuff. So long story short, I started my own shop and you know, I was a broke college student. I started with $300 <laughs> and I, I went to my mom and I was like, mom, like, what if no one buys from my shop? Like, <laughs> this is a valid like, oh, question. Like, yeah. <laughs> $300. And she goes, it's okay. If no one buys from you, then you have $300 worth of planner supplies for yourself. <laughs> I love your mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Then I guess I'm going to launch my shop now. And that's how my shop started. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now, another question. Were you on Periscope? I was, and I remember you two on Periscope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Periscope. I wish 
something like Periscope would come, like, I don't know, just the community is just different now. And I don't know. I mean, there's Instagram live, but it's, it's, diff- it's just different. Yeah. I feel like it's different. You know, I was thinking about that this week, that, um, about how Instagram kind of like took over everything from like Snapchat to Instagram live, like Periscope to, I think they even tried like the YouTube thing, right? The IGTV. It's basically right, right. like everything in one now. It's crazy. And now the reels, like. Oh, and the oh. reels. Yeah. They'll yeah, come up totally with something right. next. They will. <laughs> They always are. <laughs> so I guess her other question was, why did you decide to have a subscription box? Like, how did that idea come about? Uh, how did that idea come about? You know, I don't even know. It's been so long. Like, I don't even know how that idea came about. I mean, in my shop, I was already, like, curating um planner kits and so I just thought to myself well instead of just you know selling it in my shop I might as well might as well just sell it monthly so how long have you had your subscription box oh when did I start that that's a good question probably back in like I'm thinking like 2015 2015 yeah, I think 2015. Wow. Look at you. That's awesome. It's been a while. Yeah. Speaking of subscription, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of subscription boxes, Vienna is like the OG planner subscription box here. <laughs> I'm telling you, Emma knows firsthand how these can just like run your world, right? <laughs> Oh these subscription God. boxes. <laughs> I'm sure we could talk for hours about that. Right. <laughs> well, that you're is amazing. The, huh? Oh, I was about to say, you're probably the only person who would understand. <laughs> it's something. Left. It's something. So I give you props for still doing it today. Um, but you. you came back with like a whole new aesthetic, which is what I want to get into today too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you found your groove, I feel like. And I think that's amazing. Um, um, I did have a question about that. So what did the journey look like in regards to finding your planner, Instagram, and shop aesthetic? I feel like a lot of people are trying to find their aesthetic. Like, what should my feed look like? And what should my planner look like? Um, Mm -hmm. And they don't have their own personal, like, I guess, vibe, (laughs) if that makes sense. And you have it down. So what tips can you give them like what they're trying to find their own so I would say well first of all I feel like I've I've always had kind of the same planning style ever since I started my planning style has always been pretty simple um and if you scroll back through my Instagram you'll see that throughout all of my planners all of my layouts and spreads are very simple but the aesthetic is different. So I've always had the same planning style in different planners, but the themes and the colors have always changed, but it's always still been my same style. And so your question was how to find your shop aesthetic, right? Yeah, so some people might have um, just questions in general. Um, They might just have a shop or they might just be on Instagram trying to like 
fix their feed a specific way. Um, so how can they find their own personal aesthetic? So I would say the easiest way to find your shop aesthetic is think of it as you are marketing um, a business. So it's basically the same thing, except you are just marketing and branding yourself. So I would say, think about what you really like. So what colors do you like? What things do you like? What is, what is your favorite planning style that makes you happy? And put all of that together in all of your photos. And eventually your feed is gonna look curated and aesthetically pleasing. So for example, um, if you go to my feed, I love bright white anything like the reason why I chose uh, my apartment is because there's a whole bunch of natural light. So I include that in all of my photos. Um, I love, I'm really into like dried floral right now. So when you go into my feed, you'll see a lot of dried floral. You'll see a lot of plants. Um, I'm really into neutral colors right now. So you'll see a lot of that on my feed. And I think too, the best way to, the best and easiest way to curate um, a, a aesthetically pleasing feed is really just be true to yourself and post things that you like because I mean eventually it's all going to look the same because it's the things that you like and not what you're copying from someone else I would say um, but yeah I mean that's my best tip put put the things that you like on there so for example if you're posting photos of your planner and say you like, I don't know, the color green, you know, keep it the color green, put a lot of plants in it if you like plants, put the same thing over and over so it looks curated. Yeah. I love Those that, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Jared, I think you have some questions about her storefront, because, oh my God, it's so amazing. She has her own storefront. Yeah. So I've been, I mean, I've been following you for a while and I love your Insta stories from, you getting plants and like figuring out the, the your first plants to get and it became it went from like one little plant to like and I went to go shopping you had like I don't know like 10 and I'm like it's been a week <laughs> I don't know but I feel like that's how you kind of grow that when I what I love with you is when when you love something you're super passionate about it and you you 150 percent put yourself and like, I remember when you were looking at like, well, I didn't know if what you were looking at. You were just like, I saw some things and we went different places. I'm like, is she moving? What it like, it just got me thinking. And then the next thing I know was like, we're going to have a store. And I'm like, whoa. And then I just remember your first store and now you have two. Yeah. So if that doesn't tell you about her and her going for it, you know, I mean, I don't know what will, but how did that process look like? Like, was it just an accident? You, you were like, oh, maybe it'd be cool to do it. Or like, just how did you do it? You know, my, my dreams were never actually to have a shop front. And um, Paper Panda had been growing so fast that I actually needed more space. I should probably start hiring people. So the whole point of looking for a shop front was actually getting an office outside of my home. And so we had been looking at um, office spaces and, you know, living in Orange County, it is so expensive just renting out a tiny little office. Um, so we had actually been looking for retail spaces where, um, you know, maybe we could have a shop out in the front and then our offices in the back. So basically it would just pay for itself. 
Um, so that was kind of the idea we were going for. And um, we actually did find a space over in Laguna Beach. This was like two years ago, maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, so we saw this space, went back the next day and there was literally like a hair salon moving in, in it already. <laughs> like spaces here get snatched up so quickly. So, you know, I was bummed. So I was like, okay, whatever, we'll, you know, we'll stay in our little apartment for now. And then um, I see this ad um, from Open Market OC, which is a, how do I explain Open Market OC Vienna? Like, what would you call it? I would say a bunch of boutiques kind of in mm-hmm. one space, right? Yeah, there we go. It's So Open Market OC is basically a market with yeah, a whole bunch of boutiques all in one space. And so um, I found that on Instagram, checked it out and walked in. And honestly, I left with a space that same day, just checking it out. And it wasn't in my plans. It, it, it all happened in the same day. And it just so happened that an office was also attached to the little booth space. So that was just like a blessing in itself. So we were able to move out of our home or not move out of our home, sorry. Paper Panda was able to move out, have its own office, plus have a shop front um, for all of you guys. And yeah, it's so nice. Uh, I don't have to be there. It's not like a normal retail space. They have like a central checkout. So and just shop in all the boutiques and check out in one space. I don't have to be there all the time. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I I love that. That's so that's so much in, like that's just so inspirational to hear your story and just I mean because I've been following you for so long that I'm like I feel like I've grown with you. <laughs> um, but it's so cool just hearing it from you and what you did. Now, what did it take for you to like sign the papers? Because that's that can be scary. I mean, like that. I mean, you're brave for going, you know what? Sure, I'll sign the papers and my business will pay for it all. Like what, what did that look like? Were you nervous at all when you signed the papers? Like, I am going to be 100% with you guys. And it was all my mom, <laughs> all my mom. Gotta she love was her. Me, and, you know, if, if you think I go 150%, she's 500%. Like, oh my goodness. She was like, all right, uh, let's do this. And I had actually, so the, the first Paper Panda shop, I walked in the open marketplace and it says Paper Panda, but I actually opened it up with my mom. And um, eventually, so it's actually her, her merchandise and also mine, um, that was the start of it. And then eventually she was like, you know what, I'm going to break. I'm going to break out, you know, you can, you can do this by yourself now. You don't need me. So she got her own shop. Um, so now we both have shops in open market actually, but it was all her. She's always the one pushing me for paper pen and telling me to go after my dreams and everything else. That <laughs> That's so amazing. Cool. So yeah. amazing. And you guys, her shop is gorgeous. Like I have been there. It's beautiful. Um, everything is amazing. So if you're ever in Orange County, um, Laguna Hills, right? For the Santa Ana one? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys Laguna have to stop by. Santa yeah. So good. Oh my God. Your mom is amazing, by the way. Like she is also yeah. <laughs> another just woman boss. Just love it. Um, which brings me to another question. You launched your own planner. Like, are yeah. you, I like, have you pinched yourself yet? That is, that is amazing. You know, 
I actually, it happened today. Um, I shipped out um, the majority of our planners on Friday last week. And so people had started posting them today. And it's just, it's so weird, like seeing my planners posted all over Instagram and that someone would choose my planner to plan their year. And it's, I'm just like in awe, like, why would someone choose my planner? I'm not worthy. <laughs> Do not um, say that it's gorgeous. I, I, yeah, I just, honestly, I can't believe it. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. launching your own planner had to have a lot of planning involved. Like, I think that's the thing that makes having a business within the planner community interesting because like we're talking about planning but there's so much planning involved in running a business Mm -hmm. and oftentimes it doesn't look always the same way that we would plan um, like on like what we see on Instagram there's a lot of work that goes behind it and so like, how was that? How was the planning process of creating your planner? Like, if people want to go for big dreams, what's what's your best advice for, like, taking that first step and starting to plan for that? Oh, well, I'm going to back up and then and let you in on what it took for me to get this planner. Yes, please do. So back in 2016, I was so fired up about my business. I I was trying to go after everything, the sub box, you know, launching Paper Panda, everything. I was so excited. It was, it was the year I got married. I was like, I'm doing everything. So 2016 in January, I had dragged my mom all the way to Hong Kong to find my planner manufacturer at the stationary gift show in Hong Kong. <laughs> and... We flew all the way there, not knowing what the hell we were doing. (laughs) It was so hard trying to communicate with them because they barely spoke English. Uh, But we got through. I ended up finding the manufacturer that I wanted. So I flew back. We started chatting um, through email. And she was like, yeah, the best we could do is only 3,000 planners. And so I was like, okay, how am I supposed to pay for 3,000 planners now? And so um, that didn't end up happening. I did not use that manufacturer, but it was a good experience, me hopping on a plane to Hong Kong. I mean, might as well do that while I was young, right? Um, So fast forward, I started designing with um, my designer. So I designed my entire planner. And then um, I told my friend who was my designer, I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry. Um, I can't do this this year because I simply cannot afford 3,000 planners at the moment. Um, so that was that in 2016. And I just completely stopped that project. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't afford it. And I got really bummed out. So I stopped it for five years. Come 2020, I picked that project back up and I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. In 2020, I I set that goal in January 2020 and I was like I'm gonna make a planner in a year I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna do it so I started the planner in June or July uh finished it and here we are five years later sent in the design and they just arrived last week a little bit late which I'm so sorry guys but it happened so yeah five-year process um that's how I designed the planner. We also had another question that I totally went off on. 
No, no, that was a good. I think that that explains a lot. It's a process. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not the right time too. And that's like also something to look at. But I think my question is, you know, people don't know sometimes where to start if they have really big dreams and they're very intimidated by like the whole process. So how did you wrap your head around such a big project? Like what was that first step that said, where you said, hey, I'm going to make this happen and this is how I'm going to do it. Do you have a specific way or are you kind of just going with the flow? I think I want to like tap into your mind a little bit and see how your creative process is. To be quite honest, I am the type of person that just does it and I'll say, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fix it later. (laughs) And if something bad happens, you know, pivot, change your plans and keep going because in all all honesty, you're going to fail at some point, at some point. So, you know, do it, fix it later. But um, with your question with big dreams, I would say just start. And the secret is no one knows what they're doing. No one knows. Everyone's Googling. Everyone's asking someone a question. So just start, even though you don't know what you're doing, and take baby steps. Taking one step every single day is going to get you somewhere. And that's better than not even starting at all. So I would say, you know, start um, work at it every single day make a plan and give yourself a deadline say you know I'm going to finish this project in one year and work at it every day plan at it monthly you know daily to the day and you know you'll get there sooner or later kudos to you for planning to have a planner you you planned it or well you told yourself in 2020 in January you're like I'm gonna have a planner not knowing what would happen (laughs) what would happen three months three months later and I saw you then too yeah yeah we saw yeah we were like what's going on the whole world was like what's going on but you still pushed through that was Um, so crazy huh that that was the start I was girl that was the start so a little background uh, on this. So I went to PlannerCon and Emma, you go to PlannerCon every year, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we've been there every year. Mm-hmm. So I, I tip because it's local to me. So I, I tend to make it, um, it's easier for me to make it there. But that was probably the last big planner event this year um, was PlannerCon in San Francisco. And literally everything went down. Like we were in the main ballroom and I was, I think I was right next to you when they announced it, that it was like, um, this is getting shut down. Everybody, like everybody is just done. We're like, what? And it ended um, a day short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was crazy. But I mean, you guys still went down there knowing that some people did not make it to the event because they were too afraid of what yeah. was going on. But I mean, seriously, kudos to you guys. Like you, I, I, I don't even know how, like you packed up your stuff. You still came up here to do this event. And then you still were planning this planner that you got, like, you know, <laughs> so you still had that going on. And I, I just don't know how you do it. You're just amazing. That's like, 
Thank you. You're so sweet. Props I, to you. Cause I, I don't think you think about it. Cause you kind of just, you kind of just do. I feel like that's what you said. Like you yeah. kind of just go for it. Yeah. But it's kind of like when they say, you know, when you, you ride a bike and you go up the hill, sometimes you look back and you want to see how far you've come, mm-hmm. but you look at 2020 and girl, you, you did it in 2020. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I have a quick question. Yeah. So when you designed your planner, did you design the guts first or the cover first? Uh, the guts first, because I had the design already. The, the design that is in my planner right now is the same design that I had um, designed back in 2000. Or 16, 2015. Yeah. Wow. So the guts first and then then the cover was um last. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. So let's talk business for a second. Um do you <laughs> I'm so interested in business. Um do you have any like marketing strategies or what is your yeah, what is your marketing strategy or do you have one or do you just kind of go with the flow? I'm always interested to know how people are like marketing their things. Again, I'm going to be honest with you. I am the wrong person to ask that because I have spent zero dollars on advertising. All of my marketing is through Instagram and literally just being myself. I don't think about that at all, which is horrible. I should. And yeah, that's not horrible at all. I think that's, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, yeah, I I honestly have no marketing plan. I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't advertise. It's just me going with the flow per use. No, I think that's super helpful because, you know, some of us can get, some of us can get really kind of like, wrapped up in like marketing strategies and you're listening to the podcast about like, Hey, what's the best way to attract this customer? And in reality, you have to look at who your customers are and the planet Mm -hmm. community is just a bunch of like friends. Like if you're yourself and they like what you are, you know, selling, then I think that that's really powerful. Right. So I love that. And I love that you're honest. I don't think that there has to be any specific way to do it. Like you're just yourself. So that's I, great. <laughs> I, I always tell people, I feel as if the planner shop community got a little bit lucky um, being a business just because our, our group is so small and you have this group of people who automatically love anything planner. So when you have a planner shop, it's like, you know, they're going to like it right away because it's planner supplies. But as for marketing, um, I do I do coach small businesses, and I always tell them that um, when marketing your brand, you have to really. I'm just answering this um, because you wanted to know if I know you wanted to know my marketing, but I'm telling you what I would tell another business for their marketing plan. I always tell my clients that. In order to market correctly, they need to look at who they're trying to sell to. So for example, um, say I'm a clothing shop. 
And the best way to market to your customers is really find out who that woman is that you're trying to market to and find out what she would like, what she, what, what she would be doing. So for example, like if the woman that you're trying to market to, you know, loves a, a beautiful home, she wants her house to be beautiful and clean. If you, if you want your customer, you know, if she likes to be bougie, going out shopping, going to the beach, then incorporate that into your marketing plan because on all, your, all of your social media, you're gonna want that girl to see your social media and to be like, oh, yep, I'm gonna buy this brand because whoever's on that feed has a beautiful home. Uh, she dresses the way I wanna dress. I want to be her. I wanna be that bougie girl shopping, but do you get what I'm saying? Um, you really have to, you really have to cut down your customer to who you want to sell your product to and find them, whether it be Facebook groups, advertising, um, you know, word of mouth, really find that person. And that's why I say that planner shops are so lucky because you don't even have to find that person. <laughs> They're there in this big community already just narrowing down your customer. Like it's, that's amazing. I, I love that. It's a great tip. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know one thing, and I've told you this before, even when we, I think I told you this when we first met, what, that I love that you were always away from the drama. Like you never, <laughs> involved, like even if people that. like have talked about you on groups, like you never, like you have so much self-control because I'm like. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I love. That's, I was telling Jared, that's what I love about you too, is that you stick to like your own self kind of, if that makes sense. I know like I've done the same because I'm deathly afraid of like cancel culture and call out culture. And I'm just like too sensitive for that. So I've always like kept my distance too. And, but I think that that works really, really well for you. And I think it also like really keeps you like mentally sane, I feel like. Yeah. And I do, I, I keep myself in my little bubble. I am out there. Um, I put myself out there for my followers and for people who want to support me, not for the ones who don't. And I am fully aware that every single business has been talked bad about and has been talked about in these groups. And these women honestly can be vicious. You can do one thing wrong and then you're canceled. And honestly, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to be sitting there reading. You know, I have more than a life. <laughs> My time is worth more than that. So I kind of just like stay away from that. And, you know, it's all about who you give. You don't want to give them that much power and control with your life. And I feel like a lot of people do. And that's when your mental health gets in the way. And you concentrate on that and you just think about that over and over and over and those negative thoughts take over you 
and you know you spiral into something bad so I'd stay away from all that and you know they don't deserve that much power and control in my life and, and I feel like that has definitely kept me sane in this planner world and definitely has thickened my skin and I guess that's really how I deal with it yeah but. you never I mean I, I love that I mean all three of us we've been in this in this mm-hmm. industry in this community for so long and we've seen like how ugly it could get you know and it's just like why it doesn't need to be that way and mm-hmm. sometimes it I mean me personally I've I've felt like it was it's almost like walking on eggshells sometimes where you want to say something but you don't want to say something and especially mm-hmm. if you're a shop it's almost like if you, it, I don't know, I just, I almost feel like people can get their other friends to go against you. And then it's like this big old thing and no one, like it could ruin people's businesses. And I love that you've never ever involved yourself or even spent the time towards that kind of energy or in people. So, and I, yeah. And I, I think, that's the thing that a lot of shops and people don't know how to do is hold their tongue when they need to. And that can get very, very dangerous when you have a shop and you don't know how to do that. And like you said, you could just get canceled out just like that in a moment. But I will say that every single drama dies out and it will be forgotten. And you just move on from it and I mean, you know, you don't want those customers anyway, those people to be in your life and around your business anyways. So keep the people close who you want to be near. So great tip. So question, which planners are you using this year? This year? Mm-hmm. I, I'm only using mine. <laughs> so good. So yeah. good. Yeah, um, I did. I did think about uh, using a budget planner, um, but I just, I guess I just haven't found one yet. So, you guys know any? I know you memory keep sometimes, or you've done it in the past. Are you doing that this year? I am, and I haven't found a notebook yet. <laughs> I'm a little bit late to the planning game because I've been so busy. Um, trying to launch this planner but yes I am gonna memory keep I haven't decided in what yet maybe it's gonna be a Hobonichi but I haven't ordered anything so but yes I will be memory keeping this year and I'll post it on Instagram whenever I find my notebook I do have a couple more questions I know this is probably gonna go along the same lines with what we've already said but do you have a launching strategy how does your launching strategy look or is there a strategy at all? Let's see. That's a good question. Um, my launching strategy. No, I don't think I have a specific launching strategy. Um, I mean, you know, I create the product and it's basically just all social media. I'll probably announce it about a week before, you know, to get everyone ready, do the whole countdown thing, uh, let them see the product, and then I just launch it. I don't have a strategy. 
I'm so sorry. I'm so go with the flow that I don't have like a written strategy for this. No, that's so good. I remember when we went to the um, Happy Planner event and your your aura was so like go with the flow. I remember that. And I was like, I love that she's so like free spirited and it shows yeah. through, I think, in everything that you do. So I, that totally doesn't, doesn't surprise me, but it's a good thing because I think that it allows you to be like super creative. So I love that. Um, that we do have, <laughs> yes, that was a fun event. Yeah. And that's where we met. So love it. Um, <laughs> we do have oh, some yeah. Q&A though. Somebody said, what is one thing from your journey you would experience again? You know, I sat there thinking about this yesterday and I would have to say, I, sorry. So I would pick planner con, the very first planner con that I would want to relive again because, so the very first planner con, it was my very first trade show. I had no idea what I was doing. I really didn't understand the planner world and community yet. And so I set up my table and there was a line outside ready to go shop with us. And they opened the door and it was so crazy. People just came rushing in and we had a line for six hours straight. It was insane. This was, this was my first vending show. And people were coming up to us, asking them, asking to take photos of us. And I was like, why? Like, why do you want a photo with me? This is so weird. And I was so overwhelmed with this whole situation. And it was the first time where I had just kind of really stepped back. And it was the first time where I looked at Paper Panda as a business and not just my creative hobby. And at that point, I didn't really understand what Paper Panda was. It was just something fun for me to do and create. And yeah, I, I would want to experience that again because it was just such a like high feeling. Like <laughs> it's just so crazy. Like what it, it just stepped back and I was like, wow, what did I create? This is insane. It was just, you know, something that I always remember. That is so cool. That's actually the one planner con I didn't go to. Really? That's, oh, I had tickets for it, but that's the only one I didn't go to. It was actually my favorite. Yeah, I love that. It was it was very small. Like the vending area was literally one tiny room upstairs. Um, but yeah, it was it was insane. Very cool. Now we're curious. What are your goals for 2021? Because you got a lot going on, but I'm sure you have some goals. So. Let's hear it. I do. Okay, let's see. Well, my word of the year is to be intentional. Same. Wait, really? Oh, that's awesome. It's a good word. So yeah, uh, that's my word of the year. And I feel as if uh, 2020, I just went after my goals. And it was it was to the point where I felt like I was on autopilot just every day the same old same old I need to hustle this I need to do that I need to run this errand and you know I felt like last year honestly I just did whatever the heck I wanted to do um and this year I 
I want to be opposite from that this year. I want to be more intentional with my time. Um, it's very hard as a small business to keep a schedule. And I'm sure you both know that. Um, so I really want to have a routine and be intentional with my time this year. So that's kind of my number one goal this year. Um, I have a few more. What was my what were my goals? Um, I, well, I'm gonna try and do a 2022 planner. We'll see how that goes. And um, I do want to manufacture more things this year. I feel like I did a lot of stickers last year, and I'm a little bit burnt out from that. So I want to make. I want to create things that I don't have to physically make. So that's uh, a pretty big goal of mine. It's very hard, you know, manufacturing things rather than um, making them. So, yeah, I mean, those are my two main goals. I love Ooh. that. That's so good. So I guess we have just like one more question for you. And what is, what is, your vision for Paper Panda? Like, do you have a, a greater vision? What do you have coming up? You talked about manufacturing some more things. Um, like, what do you, do you have anything else coming up this year or in the near future? Oh, okay. You just reminded me, I forgot one more goal of mine that I had. Um, I do want to collaborate more this year. That's actually one of my main goals is to collaborate with um, big and small companies. Um, it's just something that I, didn't really do last year and I would really want I feel like 2020 it was just so hard to communicate with people and keep up with everything so this year I really wanted to get back into the community and collaborate um with people um but yeah so you asked me about my goals or where's where do I see Paper Panda in the future right um well, I see Paper Panda obviously continuing the two shops. Um, I do want to expand Paper Panda out of my little bubble. And I feel like that's the hardest thing to do as a small business is really let go you know, of your baby. You don't want to because you want everything to be perfect. So I think I really need to take a step back and get help. So that's where I see the business going is expanding, hopefully getting more help and obviously manufacturing more stuff. I'd really like to um, do a wholesale line where I could eventually, you know, maybe get my things out there into bigger shops, who knows, maybe Michael's or something like that. That's like a huge goal of mine, um, but not actively working on it right now, to be honest, but we'll see. We'll see where this takes me. But that's where I see Paper Panda in the future. You know, I'd really want to really concentrate on a line that's just a big line of planner stationary products that is just solely Paper Panda. I love that. Like that's, no, that's amazing. And if there's one thing we've learned today is that if you think of an idea, you can definitely make it happen right away. So there's no need to know 100%, right? What you're doing yet because you will make it happen as soon as you think of it, which is amazing. Um, we just love you. We thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Honestly, you're very inspiring, not just to us, but to everyone in the community. And I know I cannot wait to see what you do because I know you're going to do so much. So we just appreciate you so much. <laughs> 
Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm such a fan of you too. You guys are like planner OGs. So thank you so much for having me on here as your first guest. And yeah, I wish you guys both the best luck on your podcast. I know it's going to be, can't wait to listen to both of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously, we really appreciate the time. You're so busy. So we know how time is and we just appreciate you coming on here and talking to us and telling us your non-secrets and <laughs> really pushing us and pushing our listeners to just go for it. Guys, thank yeah, you so much for listening to this podcast. We had so much fun talking with Emma today. And if you liked it, then give us a rating. Hopefully you do like it. Um, that will help other people find the podcast. And we hope that you listen to our next episode.